Listen, listen to Central Mass Podcast. <laughs> I said it wrong, buddy. It's stories from Central Mass. Listen, anyways, have a happy gobble gobble day. <laughs>just listened to the latest episode of the podcast Mike it was hilarious those impressions were great Boggies was spot on and I was dying when you told that bugging story I can remember Clara's day you saying that and I'm pretty sure me and Russ looked at each other and laughed like what the fuck did he just say I remember the name Whipple, but I can't place his face or where we went. But I know we shouldn't have been there. I half expected we would have got rolled that night. (laughs) Good times, good times. Bye-bye. So Vin went to a flea market or a yard sale. It was a yard sale next door to his grandparents' house. I think that's where it was. It was almost 20 years ago. It was around the time that uh, Pope John Paul II had passed away and Pope Benedict was becoming Pope. And he bought a framed picture for like 50 cents of Pope John Paul II. Now, I don't know why he bought it. I think he bought it to be funny or whatever. I, mean, I don't know why the people were selling it because it was just like a picture from like a Time magazine that was framed. So it was like the cover of a Time magazine or just a full length, you know, it was a 10 by 12 or whatever. You know, those old cheap gold frames that everybody's class pictures were in. Well, at any rate, he bought it and he's driving around with it in his car for the longest time. And one day he's leaving my house and he thinks it'd be funny to take the picture and put it on my windshield of my pickup like staring through the windshield right at, right at the steering wheel. So when I got up to work the next morning, I'd see the Pope there blessing me. Caught me off guard, trying to think of who, how, why was this here? It was pretty funny. I knew right away it was Vin. So <clears throat> I'm not going to throw away the picture, just like the people who had it before Vin, you know, even if it is just a, a magazine cutout. It's a little sacrilegious. It is kind of funny that someone was selling a picture of the Pope because he passed away and there was a new Pope in town. But nevertheless... I had the picture in the frame at my house. I put it in my car and I was going to do something with it. I was going to get Vin back somehow. But meanwhile, I ended up going to a housewarming party at my buddy Dan's house. His first house he bought. Or actually, it was the second house he bought. He's my old roommate. He's been on the podcast before. And uh, him and his wife had bought a house not too far from the place we lived at. And I was there. We're hanging out. We're, we're getting, we're having a good time and everything. And I had to run up to the car to get something. And I look over and I see the picture is still in my truck. So I take the picture. I go inside the house. Now, they've only lived there, oh, a week? Maybe, like, you know, I don't even know. Maybe a month. I took the picture and didn't say a word to anybody. And I went in and I just placed it on their bed. Face up. Picture of John Paul. (laughs) Pope John Paul II. I love saying the full name because it adds to the comedy. I I placed him there, right in between the two pillows, and say a word. So we're all having a good time. End up going home, and uh, a couple couple hours goes by, and Dad calls me hysterically laughing. He's like, "Mike, Mike, will you tell Nicole 
First of all, he goes, did, did, did you did you put a picture of the Pope on my bed? Because <laughs> I don't think they were married yet. So maybe this was like, you know, his wife was freaking out. Like, oh, somebody somebody thinks it's like sacrilege. And we're like, you know, we moved in this new neighborhood living in sin. They put a picture of the Pope on our bed. And I was like, no, no, dude, I didn't do it. And he's like, what? I'm like, no, I would, I would never do such a thing. I cracked instantly and started laughing. He's like, oh, that's great, that's great. He's like, and I can hear his wife in the background or his girlfriend at the time. What are you talking about? He promised that was you. you know, she's like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it was me, it was me, it was me. I put the picture of the Pope on your bed. Why would you do that? I'm like, because it was funny. And Dan is just hysterically laughing. Tears rolling down his eyes. He's like, that is the best song. He has the picture. I don't know what he did with it. I think he may have done something similar. I will get back to you about this. This just reminds me of another thing. Uh, about the same timeline, I had uh, just discovered the wonderful new thing to me. Uh, it's not new to anybody else, but anchovies and oil in a little tin. Nice salty little snack you can have on crackers. My buddy Bill showed me about it. I would have never thought to try them. I always heard, oh, those are terrible, but they're actually freaking great. So I had a little tin you know, like, like the little Tom and Jerry thing. It didn't have the key on it, but whatever. You know what I mean? A little tin of uh, sardines all closed up in a cardboard box in my pocket one day. I bought it at a market, and I was going home, and I ran into some friends and ended up hanging out <clears throat> in my mid-20s. And I go to this party at this uh, girl Heidi's house. And I kind of knew her, but I didn't really know her. So I go into her bathroom and use the bathroom, and I, you know, go and use the bathroom, and I realize I have the pocket of uh, the anchovies in my pocket in the tin. And I just nonchalantly just opened her medicine cabinet. I did not open them up. Did not do anything weird like that. I just slid the anchovies in her medicine cabinet. And never said a word about it for months and months. Never heard anything about it or anything. So my buddy Matt, I'm hanging out with him. And he, he was kind of dating her for a little while. And I said, hey, by the way, I went to a party at her house a couple months ago. He's like, yeah. I was like, you, know, you were there and everything. He's like, yeah. I was like, I, I put a, a, a thing of anchovies in her, in her medicine cabinet. He roared friggin' laughing. He's like, what? He's like, yeah, dude, I was hanging out in her house. I went to go look for an extra toothbrush. I stayed over, and uh, I, I found the box of anchovies, and we had no idea who put them in there. So needless to say, I got stuck with the stupid name anchovy for about three, two or three years. Not as funny as the Pope story, but it's right on par. You see, I thought of this idea because a friend of mine had told me about this kid that was in a band once who... They were, they were having a big party they were, He was at a party And someone had a claw bathtub And um, Oh well that, that story is just a little too gross to tell you right now And I don't think I'm going to tell you We'll carry on maybe I'll, maybe I'll let you know next time Thank you Mike did I ever tell you that for the last five years now, my fantasy football team name, and I think it's my fourth year actually, is called Vin Biaka Patuka? And that's an ode to you and Tim Biaka Patuka. I think it was 1997, Mike. Or 98, actually. You joined us for your one and only season of fantasy football. The heroes. None of us knew what the fuck we were doing. My brother... AF, he was fucking cheating, writing that shit on paper. Probably cheating. You know him. But, uh, yeah, so uh, a couple 
a couple of years ago, I came up with the name. They said I'm going to name my team Tim Biakapatuka. And then Skat said, well, it should be Vin Biakapatuka. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's great. So that's what it is. And that's a ode to Mike Ruggiero, who drafted Tim Biakapatuka out of the blue in his first fantasy football season. Guy went on to have a great season for the Carolina Panthers, if you remember. So there you go, Michael. Supposed to, Mike was supposed to get in a fantasy football this year, but nobody... You gotta be a pursuer. No one's gonna pursue you. You know what I'm saying, dude? Okay? Thank you. Ah, uh, yes, Vin. Tim Biaka Batuka. He was a mid-season acquisition I had gotten, and I played him for three weeks. And I believe he scored me uh, eight touchdowns in those three weeks. I may be exaggerating, but I think one game he had four. Ah, yes. Tim Biaka Batuka. He's no Yancey Thigpen, but he is a Biaka Batuka. I was invited to a Halloween party, so I threw together a costume last minute. I went as Darth Vader if he had burnt out as the Sith Lord of the Empire and had become a private investigator. Basically what that meant was I had a trench coat, a shabby suit, and a Darth Vader helmet. It was pretty baller. I'd also like to say Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Who knows when you're listening to this, but it's uh, Thanksgiving morning 2021. And uh, perhaps I may have, I may stumble over my words and sometimes you might not be able to understand things that I say because I ramble and whatnot. But uh, there's a couple of characters in my life that I grew up around. And one of them is the Bogdan. Uh, one of them is Laverty. And uh, one of them is my uh, former roommate uh, and good friend, uh, Jeff. I love these people. They're very, they're very funny. I'm not making fun of them. I'm, I'm having fun with them because, trust me, I hung out with them for years. Sometimes I didn't understand what they were doing, but they're still good people to me. Uh, so I, ha- I have to replay today <coughs> uh, Brian's call and impersonation of Bogdan. I'm, I'm going to play it right now because it was so freaking hilarious. Thank you. This is going to be great. I haven't been to a bees game in a long time. Look at the garden. The garden looks great. It's crowded out here. Uh, I can't wait to go inside, B. Dude, I'm super stoked about going to the game. I haven't been to one in a while myself. But dude, what's that crowd of people over there doing? What's going on? B, I don't know. Let's go take a look. All right, let's go. Dude. That's fucking Macho Man. Dude, Macho Man Randy Savage is over there taking pictures with people. B, we gotta get over there. I wasn't much of a Macho Man fan. I was more, I was, uh, Hulk Hogan was my favorite, but B, I know you want your picture taken with him. Let's get over there. Yeah, dude, come on. Come on, let's go. Macho Man, Macho Man, dude. Can I have a picture taken with you? 
Ooh, yeah, that's right, the Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion of the World is out here in front of the Boston Garden, giving pictures away. That's right. Ooh, yeah. Buggy, take my take my picture. You got it, Bry. Macho Man, lean in a little closer. Get close to B. Oh, look at you, B. B, you are B. You're just as tall as Macho Man. <laughs> oh, cool, B. That's cool. That's a good pick, B. B, can can Macho Man? Can I can I have one with you too? B, yeah. B, you take a picture. Okay. Macho Man, how about I look like? How about I put you in a headlock like I'm punking you down? <laughs> ah. Ooh, I don't think so. That's right. Nobody punks down the Macho Man. Here, how about I put you in a headlock? Here, B, take a picture of this. Oh yeah. Look at it. Can you feel it, buddy? Ah, Macho Man, listen. That's my neck. Ah, my ball, my face is a little close to your balls, Macho Man. Ah, I think they, I think they just grazed my face. Ah, you know, like, 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 oh. Okay, thank you. Thanks for the picture, Macho Man. Boggy, dude, I got a picture of you. Your ball, your face is so close to Macho Man's balls. It's hilarious, dude. This is a great night. The Bruins game, Macho Man. B, watch this, Macho Man. You sucked at SummerSlam. Come on, let's go.